Ah, oh, humans. I guess I've only lived as long as young's <laughs> Humans. I guess I only lived as long as young's It's not too late to pee. start crying, Hacking. Well, I traded my pee with my cat's pee. Do He's right over there. Oh, doesn't even work. All right, what are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're obviously being Death Clock. Obviously. Are we, um... <laughs> these grandpa's guitars. Oh, these grandpa's guitars. <laughs> these grandpa's yucks, <laughs> These This is the Nordy Dirk Podcast. You have been warned. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another fine show. You have just tuned in to the Nordy Dirk Podcast, the show dedicated to bringing you all the indie game goodness your little heart craves. Tonight we embark on an ancient quest, and I have traveling companions with me. My first formidable friend is none other than, none other than AJ Vogel. AJ, do I have your sword, your bow, or your axe? You have my yox fart. All right, good. Uh, next, joining us on our epic adventure, we have my own kindred, blood of my blood, Brandon Wardog Campbell. Wait, War- I before you I get before he awesome, says anything, I get an awesome middle name. You gave him the name Wardog. <laughs> Wardog, you did. You, you're just Yaksfart. Well, okay, your middle That's name ridiculous. is Yaksfart Vogel. And finally, we have our Viking expert himself, hailing from the highlands of the old country. It's Andrew Lee Linder. Andrew, what? A- Andrew. Andrew. Uh, Where did he go? So he's he not, abs- you're responsible for him. You know that, right? <sighs> Gentlemen, we, we, we can't go on. Wait, no, wait, I'm not. It's your turn to watch him. I thought it was your day. No, I don't have any days. <sighs> Great. Well, gentlemen, we, we can't go on this quest alone. We need a fourth. But wait. Ha- hailing in the distance. Do, do you guys see that? I hear it. I hear is, a yox fart. Is that who I think it is? Clip. I hear, <laughs> I hear the sound of a yox <laughs> fart. Use your best, like, uh, Monty Python impression. To- Could the legends be true? Is it the world's greatest hunter deep from the mystic realm of Chi Chicago? Am I am I saying that right? Chicago? I'm our our good friend and companion, Mr. Aaron Spain. How you doing, Aaron? Hail adventurers. <laughs> Hail, yeah. brave hunter. Yay, golf clap. So how's it going, man? As you all have noticed, uh, Andrew is still not back from his well, he started off on a business trip and then through text, we found out he was actually oh, at... Business trip? Well, business, It man. was. Business. He went to, I think, Arlington Heights. Yeah, and I think then it started as a business trip. It started as Did a business trip. Did he have his business trip. socks on? <laughs> as you do. Oh, that's an obscure reference that I probably only two people of our entire listener base would get. <laughs> um, Andrew's actually gallivanting in the Electric Forest Music Festival right now, and he'll be back hopefully next week, so... We yeah. well no actually he's done he's just recovering he's, he's, he's recovering. recovering from he's it. recovering so we we wish him all the best and we'll see him next week so Aaron what's going on dude not much not much it's good to see you guys yeah yeah it is it has been a long time I mean Aaron I'm Too gonna long. let you ex- kind of explain yourself but we we played WoW with Aaron for quite a big time best hunter mm-hmm. NA that we could. Thank get you. To Thank be you. Our group. So, Aaron, <laughs> <laughs> don't make Thunderbolt a gasket. If you hear that. <laughs> so, Aaron, why don't you uh, tell the people, you know, like the Reader's Digest version, like, I don't know, um, who are you? How are you? What, what are, are you? you? Well, um, I was fierce competition for Devin Doran. Oh, Devin Doran. Oh, oh, the show. Oh, got that in there. Wow, that was an early shot. <laughs> well, well, he actually oh, caught that no, one. No, I knew. 
I actually knew Steph, AJ's wife, um, before he did. Actually. Oh, that's true, actually. And I think I knew AJ before Steph knew AJ. That's potentially weird. through potentially. music. I, we uh, we played uh, together in bands. Yeah, we we played in a couple bands together. Um, and then they got married, and that's weird. Imagine, weird. That's Who knows how things, that happened? So so you could yeah. say that you kind of set up AJ and his wife. <laughs> I wasn't going to let you fill in those blanks, but no, I totally didn't. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I was like, oh, you guys know each other? Cool. All right. No, um, so I've known those guys for a long time. Um, And AG brought me into the fold with, oh, Sacred Oaths. Was that? Oh, man. Man, I didn't bring you into that. You brought me into that. I brought you into that, that. and you brought them in. So long story short, we played uh, WoW for three and a half years together yeah. or two and a half years together. That was or awesome. Two. Lots of rating. Lots of good yeah. times. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I moved to Chicago to go to school, uh, finish my bachelor's. I just graduated this spring with a bachelor's in commercial photography awesome, and dude. retouching. So that's what I do now. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. It's pretty Success. awesome. I, j- I just want to like come in and just say that you are the most min maxi person i think i, I have ever known. Like, as far as like as far as technology yeah. goes you will have like an idea of how to like of what you want done and then there's just like this giant rube goldberg project of technology <laughs> that just encompasses the earth and then that's Absolutely. what fixes it and really, yeah. it's just like, you know, I could just I could have just done like a press of a button right here. And you like, know, all this I, technology. Should I go find screenshots of my interface on WoW and we could put Oh, my yes. gosh. Well, yes. Well, well, I, even, uh, that's that's honestly, that is the single thing I miss most about playing yeah. WoW is, is my interface? UI. <laughs> <laughs> Not even kidding. I, it was beautiful. I just remember when we uh, took that picture of uh, the four of us at oh, my parents' yeah. house and you, you know, where like, you had everything that. super set up, which we'll try to put it on the website if we can find a good. If you don't mind, since it's your picture. Oh, not at all. It's but, uh, actually it's on my website. So sweet. totally. Awesome. But um, I just remember doing that, and then like my mom got all mad at you because you took her Mickey down or something like that. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I moved you. Like, hated you. Yeah, it's funny. I'm mad great. about the curtains. My <laughs> no, no. <laughs> my my favorite thing about Aaron is when we would all get together in the same room to raid. We would all have to bring our desktops or de- desktops <laughs> over. So you know. My brother and I, we would we would set up our towers and our com- keyboards and our, our monitors. And Aaron would bring over like five monitors and his game pad. And then he would turn <laughs> one of them sideways and yes. put his mouse on his laptop. <laughs> do you remember that? He would not bring over. Let the record show it was, my, it was, show, it was not five. It was a MacBook Pro 15-inch or 17-inch. I forget which. No, 15-inch. That's what I had because um, that's the only computer I had. It was a 24-inch Dell monitor, which I still have, a G15 game pad. Um <laughs> I think I just used the keyboard in the computer, and then I brought in a 2.1 surround or 2.1 speaker system with sound. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So this is yep. where it's all coming together. That yeah. Rube Goldberg project is <laughs> just like the perfect technology. You know, we have this. I wanted running... my setup at home on your kitchen table, <laughs> and I could do it. So why not? We your whole this, kitchen table. We have this running yes. joke on the show that that Brandon is all about numbers and min maxing. What Aaron yeah. does makes what Brandon does look like child's play. I was, I I was, yeah, but he does it right and it works. I just look ridiculous. I did it with like the minimum amount. Of, I did it with one spreadsheet. And Aaron did it with like 12 websites and 15 add-ons and He's like, like <laughs> a game pad. And I do, I do want to figure out, like, I, I do want to find the picture of your inner, like, of your oh, wow man. overlay because it Let's was. I can find that. I think I had saved it somewhere. It yeah. was literally going to a rave. 
<laughs> with, with, with all the all the drugs, all, all the all the dust stuff going. Like I looked at I looked at your UI and like I felt it. <laughs> like <that's, laughs> I felt it and then I heard it and then I smelt it and then I it was. I, I, and I like dealt it. And then, and then he dealt it. I think the first time I looked at Aaron's UI, I traveled backwards in time. <laughs> it was it was Close something enough. to behold for sure. It, you have to experience it. Yep. Yeah. So dude, we are so <laughs> glad fair. for you to be joining us for the show oh, tonight. Dude. It's so it's sick. super good to I mean just sit down and talk to you, but we're actually going to do yeah. it over the guise of of review or not reviewing, talking about an indie game today. We're reviewing. Yeah. We can review this game. No, I'm, we're not going to review it. <laughs> we we did reviews review. and then we realized it's not really fair to give reviews on games that we don't play more than a few hours. <laughs> yeah. Of. So we're so, just going to talk about so, it. When you, yeah. when you say a game is just all right and give it a seven, that's yeah. <laughs> who are we to do that? <laughs> <laughs> So, I played it for 30 minutes, and yeah, it really didn't capture my interest. It's hard for me not to appreciate this yeah. game. I'm, I'm going to rate everything that these developers have been working on for years based on 30 minutes of me <laughs> half the playing something. Right. So, they sold their left children. Left children? <laughs> all those left children. They, they kept the Not right, the right children. <laughs> democratic children. Aaron, what game are we talking about today? We are talking about Banner Saga, Banner which I've Saga. actually wanted to play for a really long time. It's been on my wish list, so I'm super stoked when AJ tapped me to play this one. Yeah, yeah, man, very cool. I'm yeah, I'm I'm excited to talk about this because this I, I cannot think of two thematically different games. Like you, you could not pick. Like last week was all about Super Smash Brothers multiplayer, fast-paced, stupid. This is all about. Single player, slow, contemplative. Oh, so slow and contemplative. It's yeah, very, slow, very slow, slow and contemplative, but it's good. It's a Viking-themed tactical role-playing video game developed by Stoic, a trio of indie game developers formerly from Bioware. So these three uh -huh. dudes are are three people who left Bioware and decided to to make their own game. It was pretty cool. Interesting. It's kind of it, that makes a little bit of sense. It's kind of got that tone. It yeah. has yeah. the story yeah. behind it. Yeah. yeah, it does. Yeah, one of one of the guys who did I've got the names later, but one of the guys were, worked on The Old Republic, the uh the yeah. MMO huh. there. So Yeah. So this is fairly fairly Aaron, did you ever play The Old Republic? Uh, what? Why is that a question? <laughs> the the MMO, I actually never got to dabble oh, the, in that. Oh, the one the MMO? No, I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> oh well, that's why it's a question. so incredulous. Fine. You're like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was published by Versus Evil, an independent video game publisher based in the U.S. It was released as a single-player campaign, The Banner Saga. It's the first game in a projected trilogy. So there's two more games coming oh, for nice. this. I did see that on Steam. They already have a like a what is it called? Not pre-buy. Man, I that uh, pre-order. Pre you know what? The other pre pre <laughs> pre-order. Pre yeah, yeah, it's that's supposed that's slated for winter of this year. So actually, okay. fairly soon. So if you, if any of the people who are listening to this end up playing the game, your next expansion is right around the corner. It's pretty cool. Uh, let's see the game developers: Alex Thomas, Arnie Jorgensen, <laughs> and John Watson left Bioware after working in the studio's MMO Star Wars: The Old Republic with the intention of making a game their own for their own enjoyment. The project was financed 100% through crowdfunding platform Kickstarter. Nice. So this game, wow. they didn't really pay anything for. It was actually pretty cool. Uh, where did I find that? It was open to the pledges on March 19th of 2012 and met its funding in one day, which was $100,000. You know, that, that doesn't surprise me if they had the concept and the ideas of everything because right. when you read that the beginning thing that pops up in the first the first yeah. line is the gods are dead 
Mm, yeah, just like, that is pretty awesome. Oh my god, this is gonna be epic. I kept forgetting the gods are dead. Like, and we'll get to it later, I'm yeah. sure. But they keep like referencing like the gods, the gods, the gods. I'm like, oh, the gods are totally gonna pop up here. No, they're dead. No, they're dead. <laughs> they're gone. Yeah, I think that that right there is what actually captured my attention in this yeah. game. Like, normally stories for me in a lot of games, I'm just like, I'm just gonna skip back that or pass that so I can get to the gameplay. But this story actually kind of yeah. captured my attention, which I yeah yeah because yeah, when you think of by. when you think of Norse mythology, you think of like you know, a lot of things that they do are for for Odin, yeah. for you know, Thor. for Thor, for Kotor, no, yeah, exactly. for Kotor. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's crazy. This game they had a goal of one hundred thousand dollars. And by the end of their backing time, they pu- they pulled in over seven hundred thousand dollars from twenty hundred thousand dollars. That's amazing. People. Yeah. So, needless to say, they got to add a little bit more to the game than they originally set out doing, which was pretty cool. Yeah. They also have a slated release for the PS4 and the Xbox One and the PlayStation Vita for the end, also by the end of the year. Sweet. So these guys know how to get a game off the ground. That's for I, sure. I also noticed this game is on the App Store as well. Is it really? Yeah. Wait, what? Really? Hold yep. on. I looked so, it up. You can find it on the App Store. It probably wouldn't play very well on like a huh. phone, but if you had a, an yeah, iPad no, it or might. something. I guess it depends. I mean, if you got like a 6 Plus. Yeah. yeah, if you have a 6 Plus, but I mean, okay, on fair. a regular smaller yeah. phone, I, or like it might a be new difficult. a new iPad Air or something. Like yeah. the, the game isn't super in-depth. It doesn't take a lot of, you know, it's not very graphically intense. Like if you can play uh the Fallout, what's that Fallout Shelter? Oh, like, have, have any hmm. you guys messed with that at all? Oh, no, I, I have opinions about that. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, do you? <laughs> Should we get into that? <laughs> well, sure. Side, we'll we'll, we'll yeah. take a sidestep. Aaron, opinions on Fallout Side Shelter? Step? Yeah. So, actually, a game that I play, I got to play more than Banner Saga was that game this oh, week. Oh, really? Um, I was, well, I guess, sorry, not fair. Not this week. Um, I got, well, yeah, because it's on my phone, right? It's, it's right, I right. take transit, you know. Yeah. Um, I don't have a car in the city here, which is great. Um, no, I got to play the Fallout Shelter. <laughs> quite a bit i was really excited for it i'll say one thing it made me want to play fallout so oh, bad totally like, like i want to play that i want to go back i just want it because i actually 4? never finished fallout 3 which is the only one i've ever really played doesn't matter um, fallout 4 is on its way I, I know i'm so excited and they fixed the pit boys so you can yep. <laughs> they totally I, i'm a little biased i'll admit that <laughs> totally looks like they took a nod from the apple watch because now the controls are on the outside and they've got this big like rolling thing to control okay. everything which is exactly what the apple watch does yeah can i take a third side step so two side yeah. steps aaron do you own an apple watch okay so he's <laughs> got it right there in skype it's just right there <laughs> awesome of course uh let's see the core of the game is a single player campaign of turn-based combat engagements inspired by games such as final fantasy tactics Shining Force, Fire Emblem, with the players controlling and being able to build up a party of characters with com- contemplating, complementing abilities. Well done. There Andrew. you go. Good job. <laughs> You're Good a job. college graduate. Why did you finish that sentence? As you were reading every single game, I'm just like looking at Brandon, and Brandon's just like nodding his head in yep. approval. Like, yep. I, I have played yep. almost every one of those games, and yeah. this is like right up my alley. I love those type of games. Uh, Fire Emblem was one of my favorite series of all time. Oh, so good. So. Yeah, does, the turn-based. Does, does this have permanent death? Uh, it does not, I don't believe. At least I, I didn't did, get to that point. I did not encounter it. Does. Okay. It does have permanent death. <gasps> yes, oh, but okay. it's not from the battles, and that's one of my favorite things about it. Okay. Um, you oh, could also oh, knock it if you're kind of hardcore. That's right. Um, if you die in battle, you do something where you have to just rest. Otherwise, mm-hmm. your character is weakened the next battle. Yeah, but there injured. is, Yeah, you're injured. Um, mm-hmm. But there's something like uh, rations or supplies I believe it is. So, so here's that was actually in my notes here in my breakdowns. Um, 
So the the gameplay is really cool, kind of to your note, um, Andy. Yeah. I'm going to do that all show. There's three <laughs> Andys on this podcast. <laughs> and Six Brandon. years later, I still can't get used to it. Um, yeah. I don't even know if we've ever explained that, how all of our names are oh, Andrew. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's, yeah. there's yeah. Andrew, which is AJ, and then Andrew, there's, which is Andy, and then there's yeah. Andrew, which is Andrew. Yep. And then there's Brandon, Yay. which is Brid. And, yeah. and then there's Brandon. <laughs> and technically... Yay. AJ is an AJ, and I'm also an AJ. And, and Andy is also, also an AJ. AJ. And, a- yeah, and Andy's also an <laughs> and AJ. And technically, so. our younger sister, Stacy, who has been on the podcast, her name is Anastasia. She's also an AJ. Yep. aj Seption. And, and technically, there's also a Brandon in this room. Oh. There's Brandon. <laughs> and Sorry, Aaron. You were, you were saying. Um, you forgot. So, oh, okay. the, to your note, the, the gameplay, I actually, I have in my notes, um, it plays like Fire Emblem, but it looks like the old Sword in the Stone style yeah. animation. Yes. Oh, yes. man. Yes. It totally yes. does. It's, on, it's, nail on it's the like, head. <laughs> it's like Sword in the Stone, and I can't remember the other one, like Dragon's you, Quest. You know what yeah, it Dragon's what was Quest. It? It, it was, again, yes. it was like a Disney animated you know, video game. You know what it kind of reminded me of? Do you guys remember those really, really bad Zelda cartoons? Oh, okay. Remember those? It reminded yes. me of that, but infinitely better. Really? It's me, Princess. Yep. Oh man. Did, did you guys ever watch the old Lord of the Rings? Did you guys ever watch the old Lord of the Rings cartoons? Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah, did it you guys see the like second one? It no. was the. Uh, it was just the fel- the Fellowship of the Ring. Uh, it was made by yeah. a different person. It wasn't so oh, it wasn't like. Rotoscoped? Uh, what? It didn't have all of the like superimposed actual animation of like yeah, 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 yeah. the actual like cartoon in there was like right off of this game. They're the, like the same thing. And that's cool. That yeah. is really cool. It's incredibly nostalgic when you go and, and take a look at it for sure. Uh, for a guy with a bird named Gandalf and a dog named Pippin, I haven't seen the old cartoons. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> just just to say just, just to put it on your bucket list, you probably owe it to yourself to yeah. watch yeah, those probably. old things. <laughs> yeah, and what uh, what kind of bird do you have? I have an African gray, so he's Gandalf the gray. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Insert mode. Oh. Flavor. Yay. According <laughs> to the developers, their aim was to create a mature game for adults in the vein of Game of Thrones or the Black Company. They intended to engage players emotionally by allowing them to build relationships with the game's characters and shape the outcome of the story through an array of conversation choices. Yeah, that is something that I really like about this game. I didn't get far enough to actually uh, see the choices and... um. But there are points in the game where you can uh, choose different, I guess, choices. Yeah, different things right. in conversation with other people, and that does affect the story. Like, actually, and I think that's there was also where the permadeath comes in too. Yeah, yeah. I, um, I know there was a point where if you choose particular actions, one of the members of your party either dies or lives, and yeah. there's only one choice that lets them live, and all the rest he dies. Oh, <laughs> it, it, it's obviously something you could probably go back and and you know or look reload and all. If <laughs> only we had the internet or anything. After six tries, I finally looked it up because I didn't want him to die so early. <laughs> but I'm sure there's something that you can also do where um, there's different characters that come in at, at certain choices that you make mm-hmm. and that type of thing. So it definitely lends to the replayability of this game, which I think is awesome. Yeah, oh, totally. One of the things, Just like Fire Emblem, like you said. Yeah. yeah. Yep. One of the things that the developers said they wanted to do was take away from that traditional way of storytelling where they center around one person about how they run around they get the party together, they buy the items. Instead, the developers intended to tell the story of the player's caravan as a whole. So not really, I mean, there is a main character, but it's also about all the other relationships with all those other people. And when you when you lose those people, it's probably way more effective. Mm-hmm. So. And that's where that Game of Thrones things come in. And I've, I've actually <laughs> been reading through Game of Thrones for the first oh, time yeah. ever. Yeah. I'm on book four right now. 
And that that aspect of the way that Martin jumps around from person to person and you see the same events from different aspects, yeah. they do that very well in this game. And I, I have some cons for this game, but overall, I, I really liked it. Right. So that's going to be my my slant this this time. I think the biggest thing about this game that's right up my alley is the fact that it's all story based. I love mm-hmm. getting immersed in a wonderful story, a world, and it sucks because jumping the gun here. I wasn't able to play the game this weekend, so I'm totally, <laughs> I'm totally bummed out that, that I wasn't able to mess with this because I'm looking at, at at videos and reviews, and this is totally up my avenue. One thing I do want to say is this game has a ton of story, but I'm actually, or I'm also a huge fan of the actual gameplay in the, um, I don't want to call them matches in the levels, whatever you want to, sure, whatever you want to call them. It's the uh, battles, that the know. battles, yeah, the battles. It's that overhead grid style, kind of like we said, like Fire Emblem or um, Advanced it's Wars, the tank one. Or, Advanced Wars, yeah, yeah. Advanced Wars, oh, or yeah. um, oh, like man. they said, Final Fantasy Tactics, Tactics, yeah, and uh, it that type of game. I'm just, I love that type of game where it's uh, yeah. you this one instead of having your entire army move and then their entire armor move. It's uh, one character moves, then one of their character moves. Kind of goes back turn, and turn forth. Turn based, yeah. yeah, yeah, like like combat monsters. Yeah, turn based. Yeah, like combat monsters. Yes, <laughs> except for infinitely it, oh, better. Man. You know what? We I should haven't go back. even opened that game, and I'm already sighing at don't, you. Don't do it. <laughs> we should we should go back and resurrect the combat oh, monsters man. episode and just like redo that one, man. Because we you need to shut up. We harped on that game so hard, and it was not. It is good. not the worst thing we've ever played either. It, it it's is really not. It's true. So. The game is set in, uh, we've been talking about it all show, but it's set in Viking-inspired fantasy setting chosen by the developers to avoid what they considered this overdone cliche that every fantasy game does. The elves, the dwarves, the orcs. This game has none of those. Instead, you've got your humans, your varl. What are, what are they? Varl? Varls. Yarl. Yarl. V-A-R-L? No, I think it's Y-A-R-L. Yarls. I think it is Yarls, which are basically giant... They're kind of like just giants with, uh, they all have beards and they have horns. So they kind of yeah. look like giant Vikings with horns. Uh, no, no, just kidding. I think it is Varls. V- is yeah, it, is V-A-R-L. It Varl? Yeah, they're half human, half uh, beast. Okay. Mixed together okay. by Bellow or Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, this, this, this is what I'm talking how about. How do you know that? I didn't even. I this, played the game. And I, I, know that. <laughs> I did a lot of research. First, but like, Wikipedia. Right, but how cool is yeah. that? Like, you have not heard that term ever in no. fantasy. Varl. We've heard Jarl. We've heard... Uh, giant, we've heard, you know, heard freaking Kyle. Minotaur. <laughs> heard Behemoth. Right, but it, th- this is a new term that we learn as we start playing the game. Yep, and there's That's also the cool. uh, the dregs. Is that what they are? The, yeah, dregs. the dregs. Dredge. Yeah, that, Dredge. This game handled that Dredge. really well, where it just like it made up new terms, but it it didn't point them out and say, "Look at this new thing we have." Right. Oh, it's not elves. It smells. <laughs> are we cool? It was just like, "Oh yeah, the the varls are outside and they're fighting the dregs," and they just like la la. And by the time you notice that there's this new thing, they've moved on and they're in, in like into this next pace, and you're like, "Wait, wait, wait! I want to find out more about that." Yeah. So it made it yep. really compelling to like you're saying, Brandon, to pay attention to the story and come back to it and. Like want to replay it, and they they handled that very well. That absolutely. pacing was great. They absolutely did. Uh, Aaron, you freaking nailed it before with the visual style influenced by Edvard Erl's art from the 1959 Disney film Sleeping Beauty. Yeah, man. nailed it. This oh is, man, I mean, if if you anybody who's listening and you haven't checked out this game yet, that is verbatim what it looks like. Mm-hmm. One thing that I was very happy about when you see most cartoon based cutscenes now in games. It's almost all anime, it seems like, these days. Like, um, if you look at the, uh, what was that, Mark of the Ninja that we did a while ago, that was yeah. very anime-based mm-hmm. um, cutscenes. But this 
steers away from that and gets to the more like realistic cartoon, yeah. which I really like. I would never consider this to have any type of Eastern influence, Oriental influence. Nope. This is strictly like old Disney animation. Yeah, I've never sat and looked at a game for so long and done like absolutely nothing and just been <laughs> so just happy right and just so content and uh, maybe it resonates just to, with the f- yeah, just to save you guys some some angry emails oriental or objects asian or people gotcha <laughs> asian influence <laughs> it wasn't made of rugs because because we had an, an asian on the show last week <laughs> but no, i understand i understand well it, okay it's like saying all right, I'm gonna get in trouble if I keep going. You're gonna, so, yeah, yeah, he's yeah, gonna keep going racist. deeper. So the story, It'd be like if you were like, oh, there was a German or it was a Stein. Yeah, well, there's four yeah, white, there's okay. four white people on the show this yep, week. Yep. yep, and that's what I was gonna say is maybe the reason that this game resonates with all of us is because that's kind of where our heritage we're is all from. Norse heritage. We're all, we're, all, we're all European heritage. You know, that's all our ancestry, all that good we stuff. We all secretly want to be Vikings. That's true. <laughs> true. The game starts, check this story out. The game starts with the incredible phenomenon occurring where the sun has stopped in the sky and all of the gods are dead. The ancient Viking gods are no longer with us and it centers around the return of the Dredge, a warlike race that despises humans led by Belower, a nigh-invincible Dredge who leads them on a warpath. As a wandering army set to fight against the Dredge, and find a weakness for Belower, the caravan makes many difficult decisions that would shape the fate for both man and Varl, an ancient crossbreed of man and animal. Huh. Now, do these dredge have a judge? Judge dredge? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't it. believe no. I, can't I had to ask that. that. Why did you go there? Wow. Mm-hmm. All right, no, um, the dredge are actually pretty cool looking. They look they like... They're like big black robot type things. I, I don't know exactly what they are. They, they kind of remind me of... um. If anyone played the... Uh, Legend of Zelda, what was that one? Uh, Wind Waker? The, uh, no, not Wind Waker. The wolf one. Oh, Twilight, uh, Twilight, Twilight Princess. Twilight Princess. Yeah. It kind of oh, reminds me. That's a really me, good point. I was thinking me of, of all the, the, the dwarves in Skyrim, like a darker yeah. version uh, of their yeah. mech okay. stuff, okay. but too. Twilight Princess is much better. Yeah, yeah. like those kind of shadowy guys. Yeah. They kind of remi- they kind of go into that world, that like dark black, yeah. like uh, that art style. They're all mm-hmm. ironclad, metal, stone men. But I don't know if there's actually anything under the stone. I don't know. It's it's yeah. really, really cool. They're well, menacing and looking. It plays into that, too, because like when you attack them, they have like this kind of... It's like sparking or smoke or something yep. kicks out. And if they're standing next to each other, some characters, when they attack them, they splinter. Yeah, yeah. And so the splinters from the, the dredge that you attack damage the, the dredge next to it. Oh, man, this game... You guys are making me just want to just jump on this game and immediately play it. Oh, there are a lot of a really lot cool fun. mechanics. And uh, for those of you who played the Fire Emblem series, there are they didn't just... Or any of those type of games. They didn't just rip right from those. They introduced mm-hmm. their own yeah. mechanics into the actual battles so, as well, which yeah. gives mm-hmm. it its own flavor. Here you, go, here you go, AJ. Banner Saga 2 is slated for winter of this year according to the official wiki for this game. The choices you make in this game will affect who's alive and dead in the next. Oh my goodness. Not only does the world and theme transfer over, but literally the characters you manage to keep alive as well. Oh, Oh, that's great. That's just next level stuff right there. That is, again, to bring up Fire Emblem, that is one of the biggest things I love about Fire Emblem is the permanent death. Now, a lot of you that have played it probably hate that feature, but I think that is one of the best things about the game because it makes the levels difficult like if you're just willing to throw a guy out there mm-hmm. and let him die it's not fun but if he actually dies permanently you have to worry about every single unit and this game does that as well i remember the first time you introduced me to playing fire emblem you're like now here's the thing do not let any of your guys die and and it was you know 10 15 levels in before a single one of them died and it was so dep- like 
depressing and disheartening yeah. to have yeah. somebody you've gone through this journey with suddenly no longer be with you. I know they're all right. pixels, but this, games like this get you at a yeah. really deep level. You know, I love that kind of stuff. Yeah. Well, and I, I remember the first game that um, did that kind of carryover thing. Yeah. The first one I played was Golden Sun. Oh, yep. Yep. oh yeah. That game was so good, and you had to go and find all these djinn, kind of like the summons in Final Fantasy, and you had to dig to get some yeah. of those. Yep. And you get to the end of the game, and it's like, I don't remember if it said it in the end of the first one, but definitely in the beginning of the, the second one, you got to carry that save data over, mm-hmm. yeah. and you got to keep every single summon that you had and carry on that, into, which weren't available in the second one right. for a lot of the cases. The, um, I love I love the way that's handled. Right. I'm so yeah, stoked for that. This type of game, it makes me want to run it once and then play it again to like be a completionist. Like Do every mm-hmm. specific line of uh, story and every conversation so that I get every character and get them up to the max. This is the type of game where I'm like, I need to max everyone and make everyone the best. <laughs> this, that, game, this game oh was man, built for Brandon. so my thing. I, I, I kind of wish we had Linder here. I mean, Aaron, we're so glad to have you here. I'm loving you as a guest, but it's like Linder's an expert on this oh, kind of, of mythology and storytelling. I just want him to appear in and be like, the god Odin was actually so-and-so's half-brother twice removed. Yeah. And, you know, they... they Sacrifice pigs, you know that kind of thing. Did you guys talk about Thor breaking into somebody's wedding cross-dressed on the show? What? No, no, no. Or maybe was... it was Odin. That that's in one of the legends. Like awesome. him and his buddy cross-dressed to break into a wedding to wipe somebody out. <laughs> I forget the total story. Andrew would know it. I'm yeah, sure yeah. he would. I'm sure he would. Yeah, I feel like we're gonna have to talk to him a little bit next week about all this because, like, mm-hmm. I feel like all four of us and then like the listeners are just like missing out on just the knowledge that he has right. on all this stuff. We, yeah. we might have to put us a, a separate segment at like the beginning or the end of the show or just Andrew <laughs> does lore. That would be yep. amazing. Um, the combat. I, I no. this is the, this is something I wanted to get into because I, this is the one part of the story I have or what part of the game that I wasn't able to experience just by watching it. Cause I didn't play it. So what do you think? Is it good? Is it bad? Is this something I that, was, a huge fan of it. Okay. Um, it's Fire Emblem. Yeah. The, there's a couple things that are different, like um, the barrels, for instance. Um, instead of taking up one square on the grid map, they take up four because that they're cool. giants, which I think is really cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they take up a larger space. And then there are the uh, the humans, which obviously take up one. Um, instead of just health, there's like, what is there? There's armor and strength. It's 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 uh, the stuff that gives you strength or health is the same thing. So right. the yeah. the quality I forget what they call it. Maybe it's strength, but your strength is both your damage and your health. Yeah. So once which that is really starts, interesting. Yeah, because yeah. once it starts getting depleted, then you stop doing enough or you stop doing as much damage, and you also mm-hmm. get close to death. Hmm. But then every character has an armor stat, which um, mm-hmm. you can attack armor or strength. But if you don't deplete their armor stat, you do almost no damage to them. So if you attack their armor stat directly, you can do more damage to their strength and, you know, that type of thing. Right. And the other part of that, too, was it's it's all relative. So let's say Brandon comes bashing through the door and he's got 12 strength and 12 armor, and I've got eight of each. Okay. He doesn't have to deal with my armor because his strength is higher than my armor. Hmm. Yep. But if I damage him enough and I weaken him to the point where he's got, say, six strength, now my armor matters. Yeah. So it's this whole back and forth the entire battle, which was beautiful. I've not seen anybody do something, anything quite like that, um, at least that I'm conscious of, maybe. Sure. But it was really well done, and it really made me think. Because I I tend to be, you know, 
You referenced me being a hunter. I was a hunter <laughs> for all three and a half years. I'm always the sniper. I'm always the long range. Like, mm-hmm. I take my time, I line up my shot, and then I blow your head off. And that's usually how I play these games. So I'll, like, max my characters out on, on crits and agility, and I'll walk up, and I'll just, like, smack you. And if I don't kill you, then I'm dead. But this game, I can't do that, mm-hmm. um, especially with the way the dredge work, because their, their armor does some crazy things, too, um, in the first couple levels. But that was beautiful. Yeah, another uh, one of the mechanics in this is the willpower aspect. I believe it's called willpower. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's willpower. Like yeah, yeah, it's a it's a thing where you get up to three of them. I think it depends on your stats, but you can have a yeah, certain amount of willpower, changed. and uh, you can use willpower, which is not a resource that you can get back regularly. But you can use that to up your damage. You can up how much you move. You can uh, use your special abilities with this. So it's kind mm-hmm. of a depletable resource that you can yeah, get it's, back. It, it extends everything you do. And you can get it back in a couple of ways, but you're right. It's not easy to do. You can yeah. rest, which means you don't do anything, including defend yourself. Um, but if you kill somebody, this was another cool thing. If you kill somebody on the field, there's this big horn at the top of the screen that you can blow. And it's very Viking. Um, yep. If you kill somebody on the screen, it starts to fill up these little like celestial stars across this horn. Yeah. And when somebody's on their turn, you can click on it and blow the horn and give them willpower. Yep. Huh. Awesome. So the yeah. it's kind of like a um I don't want to say domino effect kind of it the more you kill the stronger you get it kind of makes right. it easier for you to yeah. keep winning which is pretty cool. Now the the main aspect of the game is obviously these rounds, these combat things, but there's other things, right? You have to manage your camp, you have to travel, yep. they have beautiful you have to beautiful trail. pixel art. Yeah, yeah, I mean it, it you say that but it it is kind of mm-hmm. Viking Oregon Trail. Like you, totally you guys is. want to get into that a little bit more? Sure. Um, there's a couple things that you can you do. Uh, so your camp moves. You use up your, I believe they call them supplies, mm-hmm. if I remember right. Yeah. And uh, if your supplies go down to zero or low to the point where you can't feed your army, you start losing ar- people in your army. And that's how you start getting this permanent death. People okay. can starve to death and they're just gone because you didn't feed them. Wow. So uh, your, what is it called? It's called, uh, it's not money. Currency, uh, it's whatever called the currency renown, renown. Or something like that. Yeah. Okay. You get renown oh, from beating okay. a level or beating enemies, you get one, um, which also raises your unit's level. But you can spend renown to either raise level, buy items, or buy supplies. Mm-hmm. So hmm. awesome, dude. The one thing I did notice I was, as I was doing research about this game is that the, the sound work, the voice acting. The music, good lord, the music yeah. in this game yeah. is it's great. It so complements that Viking culture. Yep. I mean, not culture, but that that whole idea of we're a bunch of really stoic dudes. We're gonna put on all these helmets and axes, and we're gonna praise the gods while we're gonna cut you in half. That's so <laughs> so interesting. The to dead me. gods. Um, and this re- refers to a point you had earlier, where they're how they're putting a twist and a new originality on the same thing. The voice acting, when I first heard it, I was like, what? That's a really bad Scottish accent, and they're Vikings. Why would they be doing a Scottish accent? And the more I listen, it's not. So they've, even in their their voice work, they've kind of come up with this thing where it's this new spin, and you get all the influences, but it is kind of original to them, so you're not just troping all over itself. Mm -hmm. Now, I didn't play very much past the first town that you're in. Mm -hmm. Um, How much more voice acting is there? Because there's only the little bit in the beginning. 
And there's then, quite a bit. Is um, there? Okay. I think I clocked somewhere around three hours. Brandon, do you know how far you got? I, I got about two hours in, yeah. Okay. Two hours, okay. Yeah. Now, now um, this, this game has, what, like seven different chapters or something in it? The the, 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 the last yeah. chapters yeah, when you beat Belauer or whatever the heck his name is. Yeah. So, but you're saying that there's a lot more voice. There acting. is, and yeah. I was I was having issues with. I was using a Bluetooth headset, and I have right. a Bluetooth headset that connects to multiple devices. So sometimes my audio cuts out, and I don't realize it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> but then I was playing it later without headphones, and there's a ton of voice acting. I didn't yeah. realizing it. Now the interesting thing is when you're doing those those choice conversations, it's all subtitles. There's yeah. no voice acting. But the you're traveling down the road and they're telling a story. There's awesome voice acting. It's yep. these really sweeping panoramics, very much in that old school like first round Disney style of animation. Yeah, yeah, which is yep. gorgeous. I mean that that type of choice conversation dialogue you have to have with multiple characters that is mm-hmm. directly from Old Republic and from Knights, you know, like Knights of the Old Republic yeah, and yeah. and. The, the MMO, that is stuff that you do. I mean, Dragon Age does it. Mass yep. Effect does yep. it. It's it's this idea of bringing other characters in, but it, I, I don't know. I, I love that kind of stuff. That One of my favorite series of games are the Telltale games because you have to choose different, you know, different things you're going to say to different people. Random people can die that you've been with at any point. It's big, sweeping, emotional stories. This is right up my alley, and I'm so pissed I didn't get to play it. <laughs> One thing I really like about this is the characters aren't just random people. And they, right. they do that in the Fire Emblem games as well. But basically, everyone that you play is a hero. And I love that about these games because yeah. it makes it so every unit out there could become a big yeah. part of your army. It's not just, oh, this random person is just one of the random knights that I have that's going to die in five seconds. No, everyone matters. I remember doing that in the in the Fire Emblem games. If you had a character that ended up dying at some point, they would have like a, a pre-battle conversation with the enemy. And if the character that you didn't have, you know, that, that was supposed to be in that text conversation was dead, it would just be blank. And it would you would miss some of the story because you weren't yeah. a completionist, yeah. because yep. you decided to let this person die. So that, on that note, yeah. the way I played Fire Emblem was I <laughs> saved multiple copies yep. all the time. Yeah, I okay. did the exact um, same <laughs> thing. I would save it before it, any any Anything, I, Every time I went so into you could a battle. Go back. Yep, Which raises I, an interesting point because they know we all do that. And in this game, the way the save system works, it, they have stepped saves. Yep. And it tells you the big and it's the beginning of each chapter, but it does right. that for you because they know you're gonna do that. Yeah. And I think that's a quality of life thing. Like, yeah, you 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 have the choice to not use that. Kind of like the the pay to, you know, get extra experience sort sure. of systems. And, you know, you guys have talked about multiple times. Um, you have the choice to not use it. So it's not weakening the game. But if you're like, man, I only have a couple hours a week because I have a wife and two kids. Um, <laughs> Who's that? <laughs> huh. AJ. Um, I'm, I'm working on it. Maybe someday I'll catch up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but you guys are ahead of me. Uh but if you've got that sort of time crunch, you don't have to like game the game. They have it there for you, which I really appreciate. Right. Yep. You you can tell that these are people who design this game are gamers along with mm-hmm. developers. These are people yes. who act. I mean, the reason they made this game is because they wanted to make something they enjoyed and they loved playing. You can tell the you know the mark of a game where it's just here's a bunch of people trying to put the next you know insert random shooter game out. 
with you know more guns and more maps versus people who love playing games there's a stark difference at least it, for me you you can tell it's not even that love playing games it's that love stories that yeah. love yep. experiences yeah. that love you know just uh, the the character development and everything like that so uh, this game has a lot of it when I was looking up a guide for that one point where I kept losing the dude and I knew there had to be, I, mostly I was looking it up to see if there was a way around it to mm-hmm. see if there was permanent death or if I did something to save him. When I was looking that up, I came across an article on one of the games, to your point, Andy, about the evolution of the Counter-Strike knife. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And so I, I'm not a Counter-Strike player. I've never been Sure, I watch good it a lot, at, actually. <laughs> what's that? I, I, I watch it on Twitch a lot. Okay. So maybe I'm missing something, but it seems, and, and I know that game's super powerful for, or powerful, popular for very good reasons. Um, but to your point, like, I don't know that I would ever, if I don't play that game, I don't know that I would ever care about the different versions of the Counter-Strike right. knife over the years because it just seems like a new skin to me. And again, maybe I'm missing a ton of things. Sure. Did but it? This, this game, if there was something like that that was changing the evolution, of like, oh, there's a story to that. Now yeah. I want to find out sure. where I was like, I just kind of laughed when I saw that article. Again, I'm not a Counter-Strike player. <laughs> right. it's, it's all, I mean, it's all about tournament play and, and, and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. You, it, you run like fractions of seconds faster when right. you have the knife out. Yep. It's, it's yeah, okay. Or when you like flip it and stuff. Yeah. I mean, there, the article looked like it was just the visual evolution of yeah. the Counter-Strike. You know what? I'm like, that's an article. You know what, really? Kotaku? That, that sounds like a taco. <laughs> it, yeah, it, it might as well be. Might have been. And and speaking of Twitch, AJ, you you decided to to play this game on Twitch and looking at it and even doing research and looking up like let's plays and stuff on on YouTube. Not really a game you want to stream unless you are like unless you were a fantastic voice acting and <laughs> and oh, can like read on command. This game, right? Who? Markiplier, you oh. guys seen? Oh, no, um, there's a, a streamer that I follow, uh, E with Els, rated E with Elspeth, and she did the voice mm-hmm. of uh, Tristana. Yep. Uh, yeah. Oh. In League, nice. and uh, she she started streaming August of last year. I started fo- watching her when she had like 500 followers. She has like 36,000 oh followers my now. Gosh. Wow. And uh, but anyway, she's like whenever she streams, she does all these like crazy voices and everything, and it's just, it's amazing. So her playing this game would be yeah the best. So you have to be super entertaining in order to... Well, I mean, that, that, that's a the, general rule for Twitch the anyway. The gameplay but. itself of this game probably doesn't lend to watching. It's sure. very it's very dry, and it's very slow-paced. So that, I kind of want to jump into this. Kind of, sure. I've been quiet for a little bit because I've been thinking mm-hmm. about, like, you guys are you know talking about the story, and that's great. Um, this is not a game that I want to sit down at my computer and play. This is a game yeah. that I would like to have on a tablet, or like handheld or something like really that. Good point. Okay. Um, I feel that too. Yeah. Yeah. Because and it's it's a kind of game that I would I would get like enveloped in the story at one point and just play it for hours and hours and hours and then like I would get past like a a, a huge plot marker and then I would probably put down for maybe a couple months and yeah, then until right. I got that itch again to play it. Yeah, that's why I think this game. I don't I don't have it on the uh, on my iPhone or anything, but I think that it's would be great on the iPad or something like yeah. that, like you said. Yeah, I looked it up. It's 10 bucks. That's amazing. What? what, what? Wow. That's half the price of the, com- the computer version. Wow. <laughs> it's, on, it's 10 bucks on uh, the, I, the Apple Apple store. So store. If, you, if you have something that you can play it on, check it out there first. I mean, I'm looking it the, up right the now. The whole Shoot. grid style of it, the grid style yeah. doesn't lend it to, like I have an iPhone 4, like the, the earlier one, and yep. it's a small screen, so it probably wouldn't play very well on that because it's yeah, so small. Yeah, but it makes you confirm, though. You should yeah. be okay. Yeah. But still, I would I would probably want to be um 
playing it something on an iPad or a six yeah. plus or something like that. Banner but, saga. But I think that this would be great. <laughs> <He's looking it up. laughs> I think this would be great on something even like the Game Boy. Like the Fire Emblem games were all on the Game oh, Boy, yeah. and I think that was the perfect yeah. system to put that game on. Fire Emblem on DS, man. Yep. Heck so yeah. good. Oh yep. my gosh. So $10. good. All right. Getting it right now. I, 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 <laughs> nice. I couldn't. Yeah, that, you would love this game. That was Andy. also another reason why I didn't end up picking it up on Steam is when when we all when you all picked it up, it was five bucks. It was $5. seventy. Man. off freaking sweet and now it's up to 20 again and i i just can't justify paying 20 dollars for a game that i i know very little about but the more that you guys talk about it it's like yeah, i really want to play it yeah and that's that's actually um ajt i'm just messing up all the andrews um aj to your <laughs> point um that's actually my biggest complaint about this game okay. is with the story, the way it works, it's so crucial to Brandon's point. Um, it's so easy to skip stuff by accident. Sure. Yep. I'm going through and like I'm going through and maybe I've been through that part before because I died or something and I'm kind of skipping and then I accidentally click on a choice I didn't want and then I have to go back to a save. Like the opening credits, I accidentally skipped those the first time I played it. Oh, oh no. Man. That drives me oh, nuts. Oh, no. Yeah, I'm making fun of you right now. <laughs> I couldn't help. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> but so I actually started a new save file just to go back and watch that. So, I mean, and that's a minor concern. If that's the worst problem sure. I have, I'm okay with it. But it's really frustrating to be like going through and trying to read it. And if you accidentally click or if you bump a button and it just skips the whole cutscene, mm. and now you have no idea what battle you're in because they, they give you information before the battles of like, hey, make sure you don't attack all of them at once. Just keep them busy is one of the things. Mm-hmm. You know, you're going to yep. miss that. So it's a little frustrating to be able to accidentally skip so much stuff. I don't know. Um, you, you can do that the same thing on the computer, though. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. Maybe yeah. I'm just like really clumsy, yeah. with, clumsy with a mouse and keyboard, but... Oh, no, I was playing this on the computer, and I'm the same way. Yeah. <laughs> I, have, I have tap to click on my laptop, so <laughs> ah. I would, like, my finger would twitch. Yeah. It, like, I'd be, like, low on blood sugar, and my finger would twitch, and I would tap, and then I was, like, out of a cutscene. It was, like, I have no idea where I am. Yeah, no, that yeah. makes sense. But I'm kind of the same way with you, AJ. When I sit down on my computer, I want a game that's more fast-paced, I guess, mm-hmm. something that I can get into, and uh, I don't want to say get my adrenaline going, but kind of. I mean, I, I want something yeah. that I, I'm doing more than reading most of the time yeah this game at least from what i played it was about maybe like 60 percent reading 40 percent gameplay which is okay i mean for this game that's a good thing you needed the story but that's not always what i want in a game when i sit down but if it was something like on a handheld totally would be okay with it yeah if it was 70 30 i think it would be a great balance for a kind of sit down um but i i agree with that i think i put in my notes um, slightly, barely, too slow at times, losing yeah. my attention. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I want to know, because they've got, if this is a trio, this is a saga, I mean, Banner Saga, they've got two and three eventually coming out. Um, none of us beat the game. None of you did. Yeah. None, none of you beat the game. I did look up the last boss, and it's a giant red... <laughs> uh, spoilers, uh, spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. It's a giant red d- dirge, dirg, whatever dredge, it's called. Dredge. 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 Giant, you know, like twice the size of the normal ones. Judge Dread. Judge Dredd. It's a giant. Hey, you Judge called Dredd. it. Judge Dread. Right there. There you go. But uh, you know, and and that ends this this story. But they've still got two more games, and if these these dev- and it sounds like the story and and pulling these characters through all these really difficult things is where this game excels at. I cannot freaking wait to see what the next two games have. Mm-hmm. And, sorry, go ahead. No, and their whole thing of uh, 
bringing the characters from one game to another is awesome. Like you, you get a character to, I don't want, I don't know if there's a max level for these characters, but I believe there is a max power level, but then you'll get to the next game where you can raise them up even further and yeah. it'll make it even more incentive to keep these characters going from game to game because they'll get stronger and stronger through all three games, which is kind of awesome. But where does it stop, Brandon? They just keep getting stronger and stronger to and the bigger third, to the and, third game. And stronger to the third. It game. doesn't stop. <laughs> it stops <laughs> to, the third to the third game. <laughs> but and that's a really good point, Brandon, because one of the things I love most about the way, um, again, we keep referencing um, Fire Emblem and stuff like that. Fire Emblem did a fantastic job of this with like their their class trees and stuff like that yep. is a lot of games give you like your eight characters and when you when you fill up those eight slots that's your team games like this they give you like 20 characters and you get to fight with six yep so that oh, like you're saying earlier that replayability i'm gonna max out all my characters as much as i can i'm gonna come back i'm gonna play that same battle with three different combinations and that's really really fun that's awesome. I I I'm picking this game up on the iPad as soon as we're done recording. This sounds so good. So why why don't we go from that to our actual final thoughts about the game? Okay. Now I'm 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 not gonna rate it because I didn't play it. So why don't we start, Brandon? What what do you think? Uh, I love this game. This is right up my alley. I like I said, I love the Fire Emblem, the Advanced Wars, the uh, Final Fantasy Tactics, that type of game. And this game is right there. Um, the story part of it. Normally, I don't care about story. No, you're you're not a big story guy when it comes to stuff like WoW. <laughs> almost, almost very like the story that I learned from WoW. I usually learned from like not playing the game. It was when I was out of the game, being like, "Oh, what is this character?" And then I'll look it up on WoW Wiki or something. But in the game, I don't care about story. I'll skip every quest. Duh, smash. Yeah, exactly. I care right. about the actual Typical gear, warrior. the leveling up. <laughs> Story is second to everything. And this game, it integrates itself in such a way that you do care. And that, mm -hmm. I think, is a huge... Like I, I need to give them credit for that. Because most games, it's story and game. They don't integrate them. Which I think this game does really well. So I'm a fan of this game. I think the mechanics are really cool. Makes the battling similar to the Fire Emblem series, but not exact. So keeps it fresh. And yeah, overall, I'm happy. The price point is a little high, but it's kind of worth it. Yeah. I don't think the price point's high at all. AJ, thoughts? I think the price point is dead on for what kind of game that you're getting. Um, 20 bucks is definitely a game. Like, if you think about it, like, I had, what, Fire Emblem for, like, the Wii or or something like that. And I spent, yeah. like, what, 50 bucks for that? Yeah, that's true. You know? So, 20 bucks for a game like this, I don't think it's a bad, a bad problem. Um, that being said, a game like this is not something that I've already said that I really want to play on my PC. Maybe if I had it like on a console and I was sitting on my couch just lounging around, the sure. boys were playing or jumping on me or whatever, and you know I could take my time to make those crucial decisions and <laughs> didn't have to make them when Eli's yeah. trying to like right on top of my head. Yeah. Um, you know that would be that would be nice. Uh, or you know just for like a car ride or something, or just you mm -hmm. know I'm about to go to sleep, might as well play some yeah. some uh, Banner Saga. So that that all being said. You know, not a game I would play on my PC, but it and it also seems like a lot of gameplay too, yeah, which is sure. which is good. Which is yes, a, it's a is good, good problem to have. It's a good it's a humble brags. I think the <laughs> I think the problem with this with playing on a PC is there are so many things you can do on your PC. Like I find mm -hmm. it so easy to tab out of games and look at a random website while I'm you know there's a cutscene going on or there's loading going on. This game I could find myself tabbing out really easily in that type of thing but 
Yeah. On if you're playing on a console or something or you know, portable, can't really do that. So sorry, awesome. I didn't mean to cut you off. I just had a I feel cut off right now. I'm sorry. Aaron? That's so cut off. Um I, I would echo these two. Um I I love this game so far. I was stoked when I found it. Steam recommended it to me in my little queue, thought it looked awesome. Um it is a fantastic game but i also agree that i don't with the way i play games i don't i feel like i'm kind of like you said brandon i'm kind of i don't take this the wrong way i feel like i'm wasting my time playing the game sure. when i'm sitting in a pc i feel like i'm it's a type of game where mom comes in she's like why are you always sitting in front of the computer you know <laughs> sorry mom yeah. i love you that's not how you sound um, <laughs> she listens to the show by the way <laughs> probably your mom um, does yeah, <laughs> But I, I would be kind of one of those games where I'm like, oh, yeah, she's right. I've been in here for three hours playing this game, and it's taking forever. And it's mostly due to the pacing, where if it's on a mobile device, you know, it's on my right. phone, can I can pick it up put pacing. it down. What's that? Yes, you can control that pacing easier. You I can believe. control that pacing, exactly. Like, I can be on the bus or in the car ride, like you said. It's not like I have to be here doing nothing else in place. Where right. something like League, um, mm-hmm. you know, or Heroes of the Storm, if yeah. you're a Dirk. Woo. Um, Woo. Yeah. <laughs> there's no jungle i'm sorry it's hard um, <laughs> i'm a jungler uh something like that is so much more engaging and fast pace um and i can only do that there that's the only place i couldn't do that on the bus there's too much going on the on on, yep. on the bus or somewhere else i have to focus on league with this you can you can kind of wander around sure so you kind of like associate this game as something that you would play when you have nothing else that you are able to do at the time. And this is just kind of something that is taking, taking that time up. But I, I also want to so- say this, that uh, like for me, I associate my computer with like multiplayer games now. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. so when I go to sit down yep. on my computer, all I think about is playing with friends yes. and which is really kind of weird because you know, I, I, I never used to think that, you know, I yeah. thought about yeah. sitting at a computer and just playing by, you know, Warcraft by well, myself. It's, it's an age thing. I think, yeah, I think so um, too. and not to be ageist about it, but I think it is like, well, as you get older, offended. you have more responsibilities, you have more <laughs> demands on your time. Um, so you've got to justify sitting in one spot, not doing things, not doing things for hours and putting up air yeah. quotes. Yeah. Um, you're making and, that decision to do that rather than like, as yes. you said, with commuting, you would already be doing that anyway. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's how I justify sitting at a computer for so long. If I'm not working, uh, you know, and working on a photo and getting paid to do that, I have to justify sitting in one place and not going having dinner with my girlfriend or taking my dog out for a walk. You know, all these other demands on my time. Right. So as soon as it's social and I can play games with you guys, you know, because I live not too far and, you know, 90 miles away. Yeah. um, But I don't get to see you guys all that much. So if I can, if that's an opportunity for me, I can justify sitting there. Absolutely. Right. Yeah, I, I think that is the biggest, I don't want to say problem, but different. The part of it that takes me out of it is it's a single player game. Yeah. And that's just how it is now with single player games. And mm-hmm. that's not a flaw with this game, in yeah. my opinion. They would no. have a problem if they tried to make this a multiplayer game. It wouldn't work like that. You it, it's not a party game. I don't it's know. Sing- if it was like player if, if it was PvP, player versus player, and you That's you got to use stressful. that mechanic you mentioned where <laughs> the barrels are larger. So you have to take that into account when you're when you're blocking things because they block pathways and yeah. stuff like that. I think that PvP would be really cool. Well, funny that you should say that. They do have oh. PvP. Uh the Banner Saga factions. Yep. Is, is something that they're working on. It's a free-to-play uh, multiplayer, cool. something or another. So oh, That would be a really out. cool Game of Thrones if it was like four-player and you could just 
free for all and like alliance and then halfway through haha nope that'd be pretty Mm -hmm. rad so i mean honestly banner saga sounds awesome twenty dollars on steam right now ten dollars ten dollars maybe just you know, bump them up and put them both at 15, but wait, wait till I download it. On yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then that's it. always a struggle. You want to support the developers because they deserve it. You know, yeah, they no do. matter, no matter how good or bad the game is, they deserve it. Cause they've t- carved a chunk out of their life to mm-hmm. do this. Yeah. But at the same time, like I only have so much budget, right? Yeah. So it's, it's tough when, when you've got a small budget for your gaming. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. So there's our, our discussion about banner saga. Uh, why don't we go into the thing about the stuff with the people and the oh the email yeah that, that one that's the thing, what I'm the thing about. stuff people we as got, some people call it we got an email from uh, a good buddy of ours if you want to send us an email all you need to do is head over to Nordy Dirt well send an email to NordyDirtCast at gmail dot com yep uh, we got an email from our good friend Scubadoo yes Scub- man we get, he's like becoming the new Devin Doran <laughs> <laughs> is it Scubadoo or Scubadoo you know what yes. Andy says Scubadoo I say Scubadoo. So I'm gonna right. say he does, spell, he does spell it with a U. So he, he does spell it with a U. I'm gonna say scubadoo. But it, okay, if you take Scubadoo. if, if you, it, you don't go scuba diving, you go scuba diving. <laughs> I guess that's true. <laughs> but I, you know, I think of Scooby. It wasn't scuba dubba doo. Scuba doo. Scuba doo. Scuba dubba doo. Yeah, because Scooby is two O's. Uh, ooh, so here, okay. yeah, well, get out of here right in there and let us know <laughs> <laughs> yes please still write us we bicker a lot um he writes here is a question i want to ask all of you okay what is the first game that you ever played when you were young this is uh this just came up to me uh while i was at work i was going through the game section and saw mine on the shelf spy spy fox and dry cereal Yes, that's one of the first games wow. I ever played. Uh, that game is the reason why I got into video games and also why my favorite genre is puzzle adventure. Do you know what game I'm talking slash typing about? Huh. Uh, you know, I looked it up and it's the one where it's like the fox in that white tuxedo suit. I, I've never played it. Never heard of it. Really? I, I, never that's, heard of it. I'm blanking completely. I think it sits what, next what was to it like called? Spy Fox Spy and Dry Fox. Cereal. I think huh. it sits next to like the Nancy Drew like That's adventure. That's so weird. Oh. I didn't even. I thought you read that sentence wrong. No, no, no. <laughs> it's Spy Fox. Yeah. Yeah, 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 Fox and Dry Cereal. Huh. Yeah. So, um, the first game. Well, it had to be something on the NES because sure. our our dad bought us that when we were very no, young. No, he bought himself that and we <laughs> took it away from We kind of hijacked it. Man, yeah. freaking kids. <laughs> first game I ever played on the NES. Honestly, I I think if if I had to pinpoint the first thing that I ever played, probably the original Legend of Zelda. I, yeah, I think yeah. I think that was that that's was why the, I just stood up and walked away. That, I have it here somewhere. That's that's, that's <laughs> the game that, that's that's the game that I originally like if I think of my first game, boom, that comes to mind. Finding all of the, the hidden passages and you know getting that first sword, it's dangerous to go alone. I have so many fond memories of that game. Brandon, I think I know your answer, but Yeah, my well, I I'm trying to decide between that game or this other game. Um, I know that uh, Legend of Zelda played enough times that I beat it once in an hour and a half. Yeah. Like starting from yeah. beginning to end. But uh, the first game that I could remember seeing, like watching, was Final Fantasy 1. My, yeah. my dad was playing it, and it made me want to play it so much. So I think that was actually the first game I ever played um, by myself. And I remember naming the four characters after my siblings. Yep. There yep. was Bran, because you could only have four numbers. No- for uh, letters was Bran, Andy, Stock, and Beth because for <laughs> Stacy. Stock. So, um, and me and Andy were both warriors because or the knights fighters. Yep. Yeah. 
Aaron just held up the original Zelda yeah. on his uh I got my NES cartridge. They're all yeah, so pure. You need the gold so one pretty. too. I got mine. Up I thought there. it was so cool until I found out they were all gold. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. yeah. the later ones, only the first pressing was gold. So. Yeah. Aaron, what was the first game that you can recall playing? Uh, it's probably not accurate because I'm biased and I have an entire mantle full of Zelda crap. <laughs> um, it, same game as the, yeah. the original Legend of Zelda. Like you said, it was just that exploratory and exactly what Miyamoto intended is just like going out. You're just dropped into this world where you have no clue what's going on. And this creepy old dude in a cave. Yep. Hell yep. Yeah. <laughs> dangerous to go alone. This is a, a key ring. So when you walk out the door, it's dangerous to go alone. Take these and take your keys off it. That's awesome. Um, yeah, like that. That was that was the one I remember. Um, it may have been something else, but that's the one that I remember. Yeah, AJ. I don't know the earliest one per se. I do. Okay, I do. I'm gonna jump on the Zelda bad bandwagon because I did play Legend of Zelda like nonstop when I was five. Yep. Um, that and then I think my grand my grandfather introduced me to Duck Hunt on his NES. My yeah. grandpa had an oh, NES, yeah. man. Heck yeah. And uh, we played Duck Hunt together. But my uh, some of my fondest memories uh, was my dad got a Sega Genesis, the 16 bit. Okay. And the first game that he got for that <laughs> was Madden 93. All oh, right. And I used to play my dad uh, against my dad, Madden 93. And I think I always picked the Dolphins for some reason. Yep. I don't know why. <laughs> Dan, Dan Marino in his prime, I guess. <laughs> um, but no, yeah. it was because you liked Dolphins. Yep. Oh, sure. I still like Dolphins, guys. I did. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I just I remember like uh, there was at least one night where we just kept playing games and. It, I don't know. I don't remember if he beat me a whole bunch, and that's why I kept wanting to play it so I can beat him or something like that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I just remember playing a lot of Madden '93. Um, hey, that's a great story. Your your dad is the sweetest man alive. He's oh man, a little <laughs> bit about Baby my dad. Competition with my dad, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, a bit about my dad. My dad will like do anything for anybody else. It's he's a very man. generous man. Yeah. Um, and then also I just kind of. Piggybacking off, piggybacking off that question. I know this, this episode episode's gonna go a little long. That's fine. Whatever. Totally. Um, we do what we want. What is your favorite genre of video game? Oh man, that's a tough Zelda. question. It doesn't have to. It's just Zelda. <laughs> is, is, that a, is that a genre though? I mean, it is now. I mean, it, it started out like the the top down. It's an adventure game. You know, it's an adventure. adventure. An adventure exploration game. Yeah. Pretty much. It's not. It has a little bit of combat, but that's not the major mm-hmm. draw of it. And. Yeah, I, I'll just, you know, we'll do reverse order here. I'll just go. Sure. Um, I do like adventure games, but in the stage of life where I'm at now, I don't have a lot of time to play video games. Yeah. So anything that's kind of like semi-competitive to where I can feel like I'm actually like doing something really cool, like I'm beating somebody's. You feel uh, like people are going to be jealous of you type of thing, like be angry um, at you for beating them. No, not that. Just uh, it, it, I honestly don't think about what the other person is thinking. I think about like how cool I feel. Doing okay. kind of cool stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't care about their feelings, whatever. <laughs> um, but like, that's why, like, the game, and it's because it's on my phone. The game that I play the most right now is Hearthstone. Yeah. yeah. Uh, if yeah. I'm playing at my computer, I'm really into Heroes right now. Heroes of the Storm. Um, if I'm not, you know, if I'm not streaming. Um, is it chilly in here? Oh, oh, it's a lot of blizzard. Oh, oh. you know what? <laughs> Fanboy for life, man. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, any real like competitive multiplayer game, I'm, I'm pretty down with. Some shooters are cool too. Yeah, you guys know. Yep. Yeah. Aaron. Um, I'm glad. I'm glad you went through because it, it gave me a, a chance to think about it. Um, yeah. I would. And when I said Zelda, I mean you know action adventure, kind of what you're saying, mm-hmm. Brandon. Where it's 
um, it's that sort of thing. But thinking about it and thinking about the games and titles, I think it's not so much the genre, but stuff that allows me to thematically invest in a character, yep. Link, mm-hmm. um, or Kha'Zix, or you know, Vi, or somebody I really identify with the story, but then lets me evolve that character. Are those like no pun intended? Legend, those are League of Legends. Legends yeah. from that one league that yes, that yeah. is, that <laughs> may or may not be legendary. Huh. But that's that's why I say that though because Trindemir. I love League of Legends, I love Zelda, I love Skyrim. Those are all in totally different camps, and mm-hmm. the the common yeah. bond is the the artistic theming that lets me develop the character. Sure, and that's mm-hmm. that yeah. progress and that mystery of progress, and not a hand holding like, oh, I, as much as I love like the Uncharted games, mm-hmm. you kind of feel like you're on rails through the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And I love it, but you're on rails. So if it was more open world, that I would throw that right in with all my other favorite games. Yeah. Yep. Brandon. Uh, I would have to say my favorite type of game are um, probably turn-based RPGs. Okay. Yeah, like uh, there, there, there's a wide variety of them that I like. Like um, Final Fantasies, obviously I love those. Mm-hmm. Not as much the ones that aren't turn-based, like Final Fantasy twelve, for instance. Not mm-hmm. a huge fan of it. Um, or the uh, online ones. Never, never really saw those as being something I'd love. Uh, the Fire Emblem series, also a turn-based RPG. Totally different type of game but still the same turn-based aspect. And the reason I love those games is I think the turn-based aspect gives me time to kind of perfect what I'm doing. So I like thinking through every little thing that I can do, making it the best I can do. And also there's the aspect of total progression of min-maxing each character, making your team the strongest they can be, which I think that's a lot of fun. I mean, it's very time-consuming, so I don't have as much time to play those type of games anymore. But those are the type of games I love because right. I like to make my characters the best they could be with the best gear, best level, and just destroy whatever I could. So, for for me, it's all really about like the world. It's one of the reasons I love World of Warcraft. I don't really play it anymore, but it's 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 this idea of being a part of something bigger than yourself. In in a lot of those games, you're just a random nobody who's starting from the beginning, but you end up growing into a hero, and you've got all of this all of this culture and all of this, you know, these civilizations and mythos and years and years and years of things that happened before you were even any part of it. You walk into something that's already a living, breathing, you know, universe. And that's the kind of stuff that I love. I mean, I'm, I'm thinking Final Fantasy X. I'm thinking, well, God of War doesn't really count because that's, you know, you're, you're already a BA when you run it in yeah. there. But, you know, games... Skyrim is a perfect where, Fallout. Those type of games. Where the world, Fable, Fable is a good. Yeah, yeah where the world is its its own character. Knights yeah. of the Old Republic. The I new mean, Zelda game is going to be like that. Totally just, open world. I am so excited. Just just these ideas of when you start, there's already been a huge history. Like when you read the first Game of Thrones book, there's already thousands of literally thousands of years of history of things that have already happened. And you start the you know, you start the game with the with your you know, you start the ground running. And I love that kind of stuff. You 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 learn about the story as you go, but it's already happening and it's not slowing down. And that's that's a really good point. And I think that's where WoW finally lost me. Yeah. Because that mystery and that progression and that not just progression, but the new progression, the developing and evolving progression stopped for me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I kind of got like, OK, well, this this bought, they kind of brought it back a little bit in the first tier of, of Burning Crusade, as, which is as far as, as I made it. But then it was you like mean, just numbers progression. Right, it wasn't like oh, Kata. 
Cataclysm. Or sorry, Cataclysm. Yeah. 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 Um, I missed Burning Crusade entirely. I but um, if like when you open a chest and you're like, oh, what's this thing? It's a glove with a with a, a hook on it. This thing lets me fly across the room. Amazing. Yeah. And then three games later, it's like, oh yeah, the hook shot. It's my favorite thing. And then you're like, well, what weapons in this dungeon? Double hook shot? That's the only <laughs> way it gets better. <laughs> like, that's that, it's not just a numbers thing. It's a, it's this mystery and this catching me by surprise. Yeah. So, sure. yeah, I love the world building. I actually, I actually think that's one reason that I'm probably the only one still playing World of Warcraft. I mean, one thing that helps is my wife just started playing too, so yeah. we're kind of playing together. But the other thing that helps is I am more about the numbers than yeah. the actual world. So now that it's turned into this, like, everything's very numbered based in world of warcraft i'm still hooked i that's one reason i liked it is because i was very like min maxing my character right. spreadsheets as you guys all know you know all <laughs> that fun fun stuff for me that you right. guys all find boring <clears throat> man that's awesome I had hey, do it for me what a, what a great question i love those kind of stuff <laughs> yeah, like getting into the actual nitty-gritty yeah. of, of gaming and questions. personalities that kind of stuff's yeah. awesome so th- those are honestly like our favorite things to get if you if you anybody out there has like any really cool questions yeah. shoot us an email nordydirtcast at gmail.com seriously or, yeah. or you could tell us what your f- favorite games what your first games are. we would yeah, love yeah. to hear that kind of stuff from yeah. you guys absolutely yeah. wacky questions are always okay too <laughs> those yep. are fun uh, if you want to, if you like what we do and you want to see us continue doing it, head on over to iTunes and give us a five star review. We love getting those from all you wonderful listeners out there. Uh, you can, like I said, Nordy Dirtcast on Gmail. We got Nordy Dirtcast on Twitter. You can find us all over the place. We'll probably go around the room and see people where we can all find each other. If you follow our Twitter, we post, uh, we yes. retweet a lot of uh, really cool pixel art and a lot of uh, indie developer news and stuff like mm-hmm. that, too. Yep. So if you're curious to, about any of that, all right, uh, we could probably go. Aaron, why don't you start since you're our guest? Where can people find you outside of this uh, this episode of the show? Cool. Um, I've got a couple things going on. Not a ton game related right now because I just graduated and I started a new job. But um, if you want to find me on anything game related, search for not Luthera. Um, as somebody pointed out years later after I thought, think about it, think Lutheran and chop the end off. Um, so not Luthera because Luthera was, or Luth was my not, hunter for years. Not Lutheran. Um, so on, on League, on Steam, on all that stuff, on Twitch, um, it's all not yeah. Luthera. Um, outside of that, um, I've got a website where you can see that photo that the guys were talking about earlier and I can send you guys a link for it. You can put it in the notes, whatever you want to do. Um, put the photo in there if you want. It's, um, AaronSpain.com, just my first name, last name.com. Um, same on Twitter. Um, and then one thing I want to plug, um, game wise, is one of my buddies has actually left his day job to start a development company. Awesome. Oh. Yeah. And I'm trying to get him to get a hold of you guys. Yeah, um, keep us updated on that. But it's apixel.com, A P I X A L.com. Um, and he's got some really cool things showing up. Uh, it looks like kind of like one of those games we were talking about. Literally on his blog, it says, A Whole New World and Stories <laughs> is the next entry. Awesome. Um, so it's really cool. It looks kind of like, what was that game? I forget the name of it. It was in the desert. Uh, Grand Theft Auto. No. <laughs> you guys mentioned it a, a few weeks ago. Um, Journey. It was in the desert. Yeah, maybe Journey. Journey. Yep. Um, but yeah, go, go check out their website. Um, they've got some blog postings on that, and the game should be out relatively soon i hope awesome excited for it yeah sweet very cool AJ? and they're local too yeah oh and they're local even better even better yep. chicago <laughs> chicago uh you can follow me on twitch or at twitch.tv slash eolin08 i stream sometimes 
Um, <laughs> find me Ryos uh, R Y. Wait, R Y zero S on go. Twitch. Uh, all of the other stuff that we got going on. Um, yeah, I think that's really about it. Thank you, Mister Eric Linder, for mixing the show for us. Yep, could yep. not do that without you. Uh, I'm not going to thank Andrew because he's not here to defend now. Thank you, Andrew, for <laughs> you, going Andrew. to a really sweet music festival and leaving us high and dry. Hope yep. you had a good oh, time, Oh, just dude. kidding. Just kidding, buddy. I love you. <laughs> Hope you had a good time there. Um, let's see. Who else did I have on here? Uh, thank you, Devin Doran, for being Devin Doran. Yeah. Thank you, Mr. Scott Fletcher, for doing the voice work for the show. And thank you, Aaron, for joining us tonight because it was, Absolutely. It was Anytime. a total yeah, man. blast, man. I'm so glad we awesome. were able to get you on here. I love you. So, yeah. <laughs> um, oh, we need to freaking talk about next game. Next week's oh, game. yeah, next week's game. We need to talk about I, that. I, I, have a, I have a suggestion. I gifted it to the two of you. So okay. We could do sure, that. Go, what, um, which one? what about either Super Meat Boy or Braid? Ooh. I would love to pay, play Braid. The second I looked at that, I thought that seemed like a really fun game. check that out? That's right, we'll check out apparently Braid. really sure. deep and has a lot more intrinsic meaning behind it. So. Wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure my half hour of gameplay will show that. <laughs> awesome. Speaking of which, yeah. I did send you guys, I don't know if you saw it, I did send you guys a copies of some games. Um, yeah or a copy of one game a few weeks ago, and I think I sent you Hammerwatch, Hammer- uh, oh, which is a right. really cool oh, yeah. roguelike game. You sent me that game. one a long time. Yeah, okay. I think I sent it to everybody who didn't have one. If not, I'll, I'll catch you up. But yeah. Thank um, you, dude. You See, should do that yeah. sometime. You yeah. don't have to do it for the show, but you should play it because it's great. And it's multiplayer. I want to play with you guys. Oh, yeah. If, yeah, yeah, if, yeah. if anybody, including you, sends us games, we're going to do them on the show. That's that's yep. for sure. Mandatory. So we're, we're, I mean, if not... The week after Braid, we'll we'll get that in the very near yep. future. Sounds yep. good. Awesome, very cool. Well, Aaron, anything else to say before we uh, head on out of here? Schmurp, schmurp, it is. All right, Shmurps. for myself, for Mister Brandy Campbell, Yoxfart, for AJ Vogel, Yoxfart, for Aaron Spain, Yoxfart, for Andrew Linder. <laughs> yep, uh, and for everybody here on the Dirty Dirt Cast, we'll see you all. Fantastic Yoxfarts. <laughs> Next week. Yeah, it's very good.